What's going on, guys? Welcome to The Holy Hustle. My name's Jalen. And my name's Zach. Here at The Holy Hustle, our goal is to provide real-life examples, our experiences, and provide practical steps to help you become a true disciple of Jesus in our world today. And just to do life together. So without further ado, make sure you guys hit the follow button, the like button, the subscribe button, and you come back every week for a new episode. Let's get right into it. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of The Holy Hustle. Let's go. Again, I'm Jalen. I'm Zach. We appreciate you guys for sticking in with us, as always. Um, today, we're going to jump right in. No sports, no um, worldly stuff, basically, Ooh. as we should say. But um, we're going to jump right in. We're going to talk about relationships, which is what we think a huge part of um, your faith walk and your faith journey and we're mainly specifically talking about significant others. So um, just based on our past experiences, based on um, our current situation and relationship now, um, we've just got, you know, some tips and tricks or things that we've learned that we would love to share with you guys. So, um, yeah, man, Zach, what do you think? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with him on that. Um, my wife and I got married in July, July 29th. Best day of my life, man. Um, <laughs> Jalen was one of my groomsmen. It was a really awesome day, but it was a, it just felt like a culmination of things that I've been praying for and that, mm -hmm. you know, I knew God was moving in my life for. Um, so, you know, glory to God for that day. Um, but along the way, you know, we've, my wife and I, we picked up some things that, you know, kind of we wish we would have known a little bit earlier along in the road. And we had a lot of really good people speaking into our lives, too. And we thought, why bottle it up? We should share this with the world and hopefully, you know, provide hope and um, save you guys all some heartache, some some dark, some sleepless nights, um, things like that. So yeah, I mean, man, let's get and into I it. Think, and I think that's part of it too that is going to be good to share is um, what we've been through. What we've been through. Man. Because, you know, hearing this, you know, you're probably thinking, you know, these guys have their relationship. They've got their life together. But man, <laughs> it took a, it took a while. Yeah. It took a while. And we're going to be, you know, glad to share those stories because we don't want other people to have to go through that. Um, I truly believe that Everybody learns from their mistakes. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes those mistakes are definitely worth it for certain people. But I also believe that there's a group of people out there who don't necessarily need to go through those things to um, find the correct partner. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but with all that being said, um, we're going to start with the first question, the first thing we're going to address. And that is, what does it look like to date as a Christian? Slash, what does the Bible say about dating? <sighs> Yeah, that's a tough one. It is. Um, again, this discussion, this is part one of relationships, like romantic relationships. Uh, and it's so layered. So it's even hard for us to know where to start. But mm -hmm. the Bible doesn't really give a whole lot of guidance on the word dating. You don't see examples of people dating in the Old Testament and the New Testament. Um, you know, some examples that we have, Rachel and Leah, mm -hmm. um, you know, Jacob working hard to get, you know, one of them. And he ended up with both of them. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, you know, you see the the faithfulness of uh, Joseph and Mary um, being born or being uh, having Jesus conceived in the mm -hmm. belly with no involvement from Joseph. Yeah, but right. um, for him to step up and stay loyal to Mary was beautiful. But, yeah, the Bible doesn't really say a whole lot about um, like dating specifically. But honestly, I just feel like the key principles of Jesus life still apply mm -hmm. in the world of dating, you know, Um unconditional love, praying, fasting, you know, going after the spiritual disciplines, all those types of things. Um, work on yourself first too, man. Um, I know I'm kind of jumping around here, but I feel like without the Bible giving explicit advice on, you know, how to, how to 
date and especially in the world that we live in, it's a very right. different world. Right. Um, we kind of have to pick and choose and figure out like, okay, where in the Bible do I see how to just be a person? And to figure that out, you got to figure yourself out first and make sure that That's you're good. ready yeah. for that step. Cause if you jump in too early, then you fall into the same pit that we fell into, mm-hmm. you know? Um, well, like we said, it's a safe place. We've been through some things, sleeping around, dating people that we shouldn't, you know, um, acting like we're married before we're married. And you mm-hmm. think that it's cool because that's what everyone in the world is doing, especially in our age group. Um, but then you quickly find out like, no, this is not God's best for my life. Um, you can feel that, you yeah. know, you can and feel you, exper- you experience it too. Yeah. Like for you, sure. you, you truly feel it. You feel like you're missing out on something by not doing it the way mm-hmm. God intended through marriage and all that other kind of stuff. So being completely open and honest, honest with you guys, we were not perfect. Um, but and still aren't too. Still aren't too. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. But it's something that we're after, and we definitely want to use this episode as a as a conduit to you know give some guidance and wisdom to you all. Um, yeah, I think uh, kind of to piggyback off of that, um, just mainly talking about this generation and what I feel like we get so caught up in is um, what we think is cool nowadays, yeah. um, which is having Tinder, having Bumble, having whatever dating app that you have. And having one night stands or going out on the weekends and getting drunk and having sex with girls that you've never met until that night Um, or men, if you're a female listening. And honestly, like looking back at my life and my relationships, you look back at that stuff and, you know, in the position I'm in now, I'm like, bro, if I could take all of it back, I would. During the time, you feel like you're on, on top of the world. You're doing things that everybody looks at you and says, dang, he's bro, he's the man yeah. or she's that girl. And now it's like, bro, I was so low in those times. I yeah. was at such a low spot, such a low place. And if you're not a firm believer, if you're not a believer or a follower of Christ, you don't see those things. Mm-hmm. And it says that in the Bible too. Um, I think it's in... I want to say it's in Ephesians or it actually might even be in Matthew. We might've just read it. Yeah. Um, but talking about how <clears throat> those who don't know the word, Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, they're not going to abide by it. Yeah. And so it's the same thing in relationships. If you don't know the word, if you're not a follower of Christ, you're not going to abide by what God has called you to do in relationships. You're going to continue to live the life that you want to live and fall into sin. Yeah. And, uh, again, you know, dating as a Christian, just thinking about the question, <clears throat> excuse me, in general, <clears throat> dang, <laughs> thinking about the question in general, um, I think it's, again, it's not in the Bible, but like you said, prayer, fasting, repenting from sins together, yeah. together with someone or, or first individually and then yeah. together with someone. Mm-hmm. Um, those are things that, those are characteristics that you as a Christian should have. Now all you're doing is just applying it to yourself and your relationship. Yeah. And the world, man, the world and Satan, they try to sell cheap, cheap, mm. cheap things. Mm-hmm. You know, things you can get easy. Um, I'm going to I'm gonna try to not get animated here. But um, in our world, you, you touched on it too. Yeah. Two, two quick, one, one quick thing. I firmly believe that hurry and love cannot coexist. I heard that from a pastor. I think his name is John Mark Comer out of Oregon, Portland, Oregon. Uh, phenomenal pastor. Go check him out. But... Um, talks about how hurry and love cannot coexist. And when you go into, what is that? First Corinthians 13, love is patient, love is kind. Yeah, love, yeah, yeah, yeah. all that stuff. The first one, love is patient. So love takes time, man. Um, be okay with being single. Be okay with working on yourself. 
um, build a relationship with Christ and then build your relationship with a significant other off of that. Mm-hmm. And second, to touch on what you said about like the dating scene and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, it feels good to be the man, to be the dude that can get whatever girl he wants. Da, da, mm-hmm. da, da, sounds cool, blah, blah, blah. No, that's not that's it's not, not true at all. It's not at all. It's cheap. And, and here's why. Our world and Satan try to sell cheap things. They try to say, if you can sleep with a bunch of girls and you can get a big body count and all that kind of stuff, then you're the man. No, no, no. The true test of a man is when you can get a good woman to marry you. Yes, 100%. That's the true Facts. test of a man. Yeah. Um, among other things, raising the family up and all that other kind of stuff. But step one, like figure yourself out. Step two is get a good woman. If mm-hmm. you can get a good woman, all right, I'll give you some applause for sure. But if you're sleeping around, you got 10... You know, what did money bag yo? Why would I step over a dime for yeah, a penny? Yeah. Like, come on, you know what I'm saying? Um, so yeah, the true test of a man, get a good woman. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's easy. We can download an app and get a girl to walk in the next mm-hmm. 20 minutes. That's not that's n- nothing to boast about, you know. Yeah. But and and again, too, like a true testament to that is the fact that we're both in committed relationships with yeah. women who are also followers of followers of Christ. Mm-hmm. And Truly, if you're not yoked with another person who has the same fruit as you, like we've talked about with community and your discipleship, you're doing it wrong. You, as a believer, you cannot have a significant other who's not also following Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. It it makes for uh, two lives going on different paths. Mm -hmm. And when you commit to a relationship with someone, you're supposed to walk with them. You know, the two become one flesh. Um, It's right there in like the very beginning of the Bible, Genesis. Um, And I think that... uh, I've got some some guys I deeply care about who think that it's okay to um, try to build a life with, with a woman who's not a believer. And I do believe people can come around, but wait till they come around right. to date yeah. them. You don't. Yeah. There, there's you know, take your time, be patient. All that you know, love is patient. Right mm-hmm. there, first first thing it says. Um, but think deeper. So you know, what is the purpose of? I mean, let's start here. Actually, mm-hmm. what's the purpose of dating? I think that'll right. help answer right. this. Um, should we go to the next question too with that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Time together. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So um, the purpose in dating, in my opinion, um, would be growing with, with somebody else yeah. um, before marriage, obviously, because yeah. that, that's the end goal. Yeah. We'll get to that later. But um, during that time of singleness or dating, um, what should you be doing in seasons of singleness? Yeah. Um, truthfully, it's growing yourself. Mm-hmm. And to piggyback off of love, love is patient. Just because you're dating someone does not mean that you have to rush into marriage. Yeah. During that time, like I was talking about, take that time to grow yourself individually and grow, grow your relationship with God, as well as help that other person, your significant other grow their relationship as well. Don't feel like just because you're dating or you're single and talking to somebody, cause I know talking to somebody is a big term nowadays too. Yeah. Um, don't think that just because you're in that time that you have to rush things or feel like you have to instantly start having um, a, a connection. Yeah. Grow yourself. Let them grow themselves. And then you bring the relationship together and let it grow together. Yeah, absolutely. And and to go along with that, too, is like spend time with God because I feel mm-hmm. like your, your quiet time with God, your uh, what is that? The time of isolation, mm-hmm. I think it is, is what it's called. But. Uh, that's where you really find out who you are. And that's the big thing too, is like, you got to find out who you are before you go into relationship, because you're going to attract the type of people that you act like, you know what I'm saying? I acted like a certain type of guy for 
a short span a couple of years ago before I met my wife. And I kept attracting these girls that were like a certain type of way. And I was like, nah, man, all these girls suck. And then it kind of clicked for me. I was like, oh no, I suck because I'm not being myself. Mm. And I, the minute I started like finding out who I was, I started to, you know, I found Emily like very yeah. shortly after. And I was like ready for that, you yeah. know? Um, but yeah, I mean, to go off of that too, you know, we talk about what should you do, be doing in seasons of singleness. Mm -hmm. You got people out there. That's also a big thing to say is, Oh, I'm gonna do me. I'm gonna work mm. on myself. Da 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 da. And I think that's great. That's beautiful. Keep going. Like keep pushing forward towards that. There but comes what. The, but what? Ahead. Is, but what is your source? Yeah. What is the thing that you're building off of? Mm -hmm. If you're working on yourself, what are you working from? Mm -hmm. If it's not Jesus, then what do you like? You know, you're ending up as something that you're not supposed to be. And there's a fine line between being independent and being codependent. Yeah. So, for example, I know a lot of times nowadays. Girls feel like they can be as independent as they want and they don't need a man. Yeah. First of all, you're wrong. Yeah. Period. You're wrong. <laughs> life is you, better. Life is better. God created who? Eve from Adam out of his own rib for mm -hmm. why? So they could be together. Yeah. We are meant to be together as human beings. Yeah. Don't think that just because you're working on yourself and growing that you can be independent and not need anybody. That's not, <clears throat> that's not the case at all. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, like practically speaking, um, going off of that, going off of what I said a second ago too, when you decide like, okay, I want to work on myself mm -hmm. and yeah, to your point, it is great. Yeah. You know, be okay with being alone, be okay with being single, but understand that the end goal is to find that person that you can like live life with. Because I used to be that person. I used to think like, oh dude, I'm not going to get married. So I'm 30. Mm -hmm. I'm good. I'm going to just going to do me. Um, and I quickly became like isolated in my own mind. I didn't have someone pushing me forward and like life in general, but then also my relationship with Christ. And then Emily comes into my life and I start going higher and higher and higher because, um, what is that verse? I need starting to remember my verses again, but um, <laughs> we both do. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but, uh, a three stranded cord can't, is not easily broken. Mm. Um, two is better than one. Yeah. A three stranded cord is not easily broken, probably in the book of Corinthians or Ephesians. But, um, but yeah, when you think about that, the strength that comes from like having somebody that has is on the same goal with you, mm -hmm. being yoked, you know, think about your arms being interlocked, you can push each other forward and all that other kind of stuff. But um, anyway, I used to think that, you know, being single was okay. And like, and it is, it definitely is. Yeah. But there comes sure. a time in your life where it's like, okay, I'm ready for that next step. And, you know, another purpose of this episode and all the episodes that come from the relationship at, or uh, topic that we talk about here is to help you like formulate like what that looks like, mm -hmm. especially in a Christian life. And while you're working on yourself, some of the spiritual disciplines that you should really focus on is to pray, to read your Bible, get time alone with God, take a Sabbath, yeah. fast, yeah. all those different types of things. Because those are the places where you find God, you seek God there, you find him, he tells you who you are. And that person will just like come into your life at that point too, because God is just God, you know? Right. Um, and we'll get to those too. Those yeah. are all yeah. big. Yeah, for sure. But yeah. Um, Doing what Jesus did. Yeah, you know? yeah. No, for sure. Yeah. And again, kind of like you just said, being there's nothing wrong with being single. No, it's like, actually kind of good. <laughs> yeah. There's there's some things that you definitely need to experience being single. Um, but again, what are you basing your um your Build growth? Yourself. Your yeah, what are you building yourself on? Yeah. Which is we're we're gonna touch foundation. on that. Yeah. yeah, we're gonna touch on that here in a bit. Mm -hmm. Um next question we had was uh what is the purpose of dating? Mm. Um, simple, simple answer with a lot of context to it yeah. is to find a partner in marriage. And 
ultimately that's your goal when it comes to dating. If you're dating just to date somebody and say that you have a significant other, um, I feel like that happens in church a lot of times or just in, in general. Um, you'll find a couple who is saying, yeah, we're together. And then, you know, oh, okay, well, you know, what's your guys' goals in your relationship? What's your relationship built on? And it's like, oh, I don't, I don't really know. If you're not building your relationship on Jesus and if you're not building your relationship to last until eternity, yeah, you know, what are you really searching for in your relationship? Yeah, that's so true. And what is that? Oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try this one. Galatians mm-hmm. 6, 7 through 10 says, don't be misled. You cannot mock the justice of God. You will always harvest what you plant. Um, therefore, or no, 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 you always harvest what you plant. Um, so don't get tired of doing what is good at just the right time. You'll reap a harvest of blessing yeah. if you yep. don't give up. Yeah. Um, there's a little bit more in there too. I'm like a little fuzzy right now, but anyway, when I think about the purpose of dating to your point, yes, you're looking for a partner in marriage and that's kind of difficult, kind of heavy to think about, Oh, the every person I date, I should end up marrying. Right. No, but, um, understand two things. One, you harvest what you plant. What you put into a relationship is what you're going to get out. You reap what you sow. That's something that the world says, but it's biblical. Galatians 6, 7, um, go look at it. Second is a huge part of dating and looking for that person. When you when you feel like you found yourself, you feel like you have a stronger identity in Christ. You're, you know, Jesus and God will continue to grow you. The Holy Spirit will continue to poke at you and grow you. Um, but when you feel like they're calling you to like look for that partner, um, one of the biggest things is choosing somebody. Mm. finding someone that's going to choose you back too. Cause there's all, that's the thing about Tinder. That's the thing about our world. That's the thing about these apps is there's always another swipe. There's always someone that might mm-hmm. be better. There might mm-hmm. be better. That might be better. Okay, fine. There might be somebody better out there. What Jay Cole say, you ain't never going to be happy until you love yours. Exactly. Yeah. That's super facts. Yeah. And like, there might be someone out there that's better for Jalen than Ashley's. And there might be someone out there that's better for Emily than I am, but we choose each other. Mm-hmm. And from there we build and build and build and grow um, let people older than us speak into our lives. Um, we seek for wisdom in the in the Word of God. We pray together, all those different types of things. But yeah, um, yeah, that's the purpose of dating, man. Is yeah, understanding you know you harvest what you plant and choosing somebody yeah. that you want to marry. And I think too, um, the devil plays a, a a big role in relationships at times. Yeah, um, he can be very deceiving. At times, you may feel like you found the one, and you're giving everything you can. And you're trying your hardest to make a relationship work and it's just not working. Sometimes the devil can be very deceiving. Mm-hmm. Either A, that person is probably not the one for you or B, he, God wants you to fight through whatever it is you're going through in your relationship. Yeah. Um, ultimately, like you said, though, the goal should be marriage. If you are, I, I like to, I like to really target like the college audience because I feel like that's a group of people who, um, we've are, been there. Yeah. Like we've been there yeah. and we know how they think. Um, if you're not, if, if you're in a relationship in college, I would say this one, find a community, a church community, a Jesus community to implant you in your relationship in. And two, again, like what is your relationship built on? Yeah. Is it built on just the fact that you knew each other before college or that you slept with each other on a weekend and you said, dang, that was good. We should stick together. Yeah. Um, have 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 some principles have some morals in your relationships yeah absolutely and the word holy actually when you go back all the way through aramaic through greek all the way back to hebrew the the word holy means to be set apart or mm-hmm. just different than um so treat your relationship as something that's holy and sacred man um don't negotiate with the world don't buy what the world is trying to sell you what satan's trying to sell you mm-hmm. a lot of this 
um, living together, sleeping together, acting like you're married, um, doing things that married people do because all that does is set you up for deep, deep heartbreak. Yeah. It sets you back because now you're putting all your time into this person that you may not even end up with. Um, and I'm not saying like go dump your girlfriend or your boyfriend. Or right, That's not right. what we're saying, but we're just saying be more intentional with your relationship in Christ while you're younger. Um, cause we've been there, man, putting so dude, I put so much effort into old relationships, trying to make them work, um, doing all these things and blah, 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 blah. And like walking by my Bible for mm -hmm. years, years, you know what I'm saying? Setting myself back. But I believe that God like redeems that and, you know, brings you back, especially when you start to seek him. Um, but yeah, I mean our age group and like that 18, like we're 18 we're plus 25, yeah. yeah. 18 to, and like Loki these days, like gets 32. To like, it gets to about 35. Yeah, bro. 35. Yeah, somewhere in that age range. Um, there's just a lot of confusion about mm -hmm. what should I be doing? I feel like I got to move fast so I don't lose this person. No, man, if they like you, if they're with you, if they're rocking with you, they're going to stay. Mm -hmm. Don't feel like you got to rush into anything crazy because um, love is patient, man. Yeah, and I feel, like, I feel like we complicate it so much, like as yeah. humans, like we're like, okay, like I've got to be perfect for her and like she's got to be perfect for me. Like why though? I, like, yeah, why? Yeah. Why? Media, we, movies, TV. Yeah. I think we're influenced so much by society that we think our significant other is going to be the most beautiful woman in the world and they're not going to mess up and yeah. you're not going to find some things unattractive about them. And it's like, they're never going to be loud. They're human, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like you're yeah. never going to argue. Like, these are things that humans do. We were born in sin. So naturally we are going to sin and things are going to be ugly, period. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Like relationships get ugly sometimes, but it's a matter of what you've built your relationship on and what you're willing to sacrifice in your relationship. Very similar to a friendship too. I yeah. mean, you said it earlier, you should start off as friends. That's perfect. Oh yeah. Don't rush into anything. Um, when you get to marry your best friend, dude, best feeling in the world. You get to stand up there and you feel God just like, literally feels like he's just giving you a hug from the back like you know well done mm -hmm. my good and faithful servant i know we weren't perfect but we were a relationship that we we seek god and it took us some time it took people speaking into our lives to be like hey you know you and emily we were living together we were sleeping together we were doing things that you know um grown people do and people came into our life and like hey you know corrected us and we took that and it hurt but as iron sharpens iron you it know it helped it helped yeah and now we get to see the benefits from that um mm -hmm praying together changed everything reading our word yeah. together and just like asking each other questions about what we read and also like dude we'll get to the tips later yeah that's, yeah. that's a whole yeah. conversation but yeah. um <laughs> to speak on the whole like friendship thing too um yeah. talking about being friends before um dating i'm gonna touch on like a situation with me and ashley that some people probably aren't that familiar with just because we haven't really you know put it out there but um i met ashley back in january of 2020 and or sorry january 2021 and basically what happened was we met each other hung out the first night we did not have sex let's go because this was back when i was still kind of searching for god and like trying to build my relationship i had been saved already but um like i said earlier nobody's perfect we all still fall short yeah. um but basically we were trying to figure out what we were and i found her attractive she was a cool girl i was like okay cool but right now I'm focused on God. And so basically what I did for about, and Zach can testify, right. Zach can testify to this because I was there for about yeah. four to six months, somewhere in that range, um, right. me and Ashley were doing everything together. 
like other th- the only thing we weren't doing together was working out. So like going to church, going to get food, we'd hang out at each other's house. Yeah. And of course we would fall short. We've had like, we were having sex at the time too. Um, but it was very occasional. It was one yeah. of those things where it was like, okay, we're not doing this. Like, okay, one, we need to build ourselves up first. Two, we need to build a friendship before we decide if we're actually going to be together. And so for about four to six months, that's basically what we did. And we showed up to church together and everybody was like, are you guys dating or like what? And ultimately, I would always just tell people like, no, like I'm just I'm really trying to focus on my relationship with God. And then about that six month mark, she sat me down. (laughs) Let's go. She sat me down in my room (laughs) and she actually she texted me and (laughs) <laughs> the devil was trying to like work. <laughs> she texted me and was like, Hey, we need to talk. And I was like, no, like, let's just talk over text. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and I was just like trying to avoid this situation. Anyway, she was like, no, I'm coming over. So she came over and she was like, listen, what are we doing? What are we? Mm-hmm. And I was like, I was broke. I literally broke down in tears and was like, I think this is God telling me like, she's the one stop, yeah. stop lollygagging you've got your friendship you've grown your relationship with me make it happen and so that was when we found out you know the time from friendship to relationship yeah you know friendship to dating and uh i think you you kind of realize there's a time and moment when um you can shift from being great friends and best friends to significant others and you kind of feel it in your heart you feel it in your soul you know that God has sent you two to be together. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just wanted to share that story for people out there who may be confused on, you know, when is the perfect time to, you know, pursue a relationship with someone. And I think, you know, from my experience, it was after, you know, that time period, that time frame that I really sat and focused on my relationship with God, being in church. At that year, that whole year, I didn't miss a single church service. Yeah. Whether I was like, if I was, if I was out of town for something or like, something was going on and I wasn't there. I watched it online. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I was in church. I was in connect group. I was in mega prayer. I was in like Serving, every yeah. single event that we had at church. I was there. Yeah. And it really solidified my relationship with Christ and helped me realize that like, okay, I'm where I need to be. Now let's, you know, let's, let's see where um, God has put me with a significant other. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. And I do, that's crazy because mm-hmm. I like forgot about it. It's been so long, you know. So what I'm long, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, that's funny. That's just yeah, bro. Back. I mean, yeah. everybody in church was asking. Yeah. They were like, "Are you guys like? What are you guys? Are you guys dating?" Yeah, because we did everything together, and I was like, "No, we're just they're like friends. Ashley's a good one. If you don't want her, I'll take her." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like what? <laughs> Everyone was like, "Dude, you better get on that." And yeah. I'm like, "Guys." Relax. Relax. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like God will call me. Aren't we all supposed to be disciples of Jesus here? Yeah. God will call me when. <laughs> yeah. No, that's awesome. And, and and to go off of that too is like this idea of friendship before relationship mm-hmm. is so beautiful because two things. One, um, I'll get back to this. No, no, no. I'll, I'll stick with it. Go yeah. for it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'll stick with it. When you become a friend with somebody and then you pursue that relationship, they mean so much more to you because mm-hmm. you know more about them. You care deep for them because you were a friend. You wouldn't want to hurt that person. And, you know, through that, you make an even tougher decision. Like, okay, so good. is it worth making this risk and trying to make this person my significant other because I care so deeply about them? Maybe that's the thing you're fighting with. Dude, I know a lot of people who, who were friends for the longest time. Like, she's my best friend. And you're like, 
she, I, I do believe women and men can be best friends. Yeah, for like sure. One of my, Kirill, one of his best friends is one of our friends, yeah. Char. Um, and, you know, that's a situation that's like very rare, but I see a lot of people who are best friends with, uh, with the, the opposite sex mm -hmm. and people are just sitting back watching like, dude, why don't you guys just like make it official? Yeah. What's better than marrying your best friend? And maybe, yeah. you know, that's a, you have a different situation. I can't speak on that. Um, but yeah, be, be okay with being friends first because you grow a deeper care and a deeper heart for that person first. Um, and secondly, I will say is, if you're one of those people that thinks, oh, the sleeping around is okay, this doesn't apply to me, we can step aside from from the book from the Bible because you know it takes a while to like yeah to learn really it, turn on it and, and understand it yeah and but, to to want to follow through with that too exactly yeah, yeah. it's tough yeah yeah but God is very intentional. There's not a piece of the Bible. There's not a line that's just thrown in there. Everything means something and it has deeper meanings. And I think that one of them too is like, man, when you get to sleeping around, you put yourself at risk for so much. Like not it, just physically either. It applies to you. If you don't think you're going to get her pregnant, you will. Mm -hmm. If you don't think you're going to get that STD, you will. Mm -hmm. If you don't think that you're going to get your heart broken, you will. Like you're just playing with Satan. You're dancing with him. You're saying all for one, one for all mm -hmm. with Satan's hand in there yeah. too, bro. Yeah. Take that hand out. Go be with God. Mm -hmm. Be okay with like, and the temptation is tough. We get it. We're we're young guys. Like we get it. <laughs> We've been yeah, there. No, but when you abstain from that and you turn to something greater then you, that thing does not rule your life. Same with your relationship, you know, sleeping around being with an ex, um, for a long time, your relationship can become built on that thing. So when it gets pulled, you have no relationship. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. If you're, if, if all you have in your relationship is sex, you don't have a relationship. You have a sin partner. That's mm -hmm. all that you've got going on in your life. That's so good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, scripture aside, God's looking out for you in a lot of ways, mm -hmm. avoiding heartbreak, avoiding a complicated, um, baby mama situation or baby daddy situation, avoiding STDs, your health, your joy, your happiness, your peace, your anxiety, depression, all that stuff comes with you just waiting, being patient, um, finding a friend and, you know, choosing them. Yeah. But and that's, yeah. that's not even to mention too, um, you know, like you were talking about outside of the Bible, because obviously we know, you know, God has said sex is for marriage. Yeah. Um, but outside of the Bible, speaking from experience and speaking from uh, what we've been through. Yeah. Don't think that just because you're having sex before marriage that you're the only things you're supposed to worry about are the physical things. Emotionally, mentally, and spiritually, mm. you are setting yourself up for failure. Yeah. Spiritual warfare is one of the hardest and scariest things that you will go through. And sex alone is a completely different animal to mess with. Yeah. It is, I'm telling y'all, like it spiritual warfare when it comes to sex is hard i was just talking to zach about this last night um yeah we were up late so me and ashley yeah we were <laughs> me and ashley uh we live together for those of you that don't know that my my girlfriend and i we live together zach is married he's got nothing to worry about okay um <laughs> but i was there too but yeah but he said like he said he was there too um literally last night um me and ashley went to dinner and i told her i was like hey babe how would you feel about um me sleeping you know on the couch and you in the bedroom because as a man in the relationship, I feel like that's my responsibility to say, you know what, we have fallen short and we've continued to fall into this sin. We need to make a difference and make sure we can hold it, hold ourselves accountable. And so last night I slept on the couch for the first night and I honestly, I felt great. I felt great about the fact that 
I was taking God's word into consideration and imply and applying it to my life. And not just because like, I want to see, you know, God work in my life, but because I love God so much and want to receive his grace so much that I would do anything to apply what the word says to my life. Mm -hmm. So last night was a big step for me to say, you know what, I'm going to sleep on the couch just so that we don't even think about tempting ourselves in that situation. And, uh, I, I think it's going to be very beneficial for the long run. Yeah, absolutely. And it will be. Um, I'll definitely encourage you on that and anyone else listening. One of my good friends, Paul, he came to me and had the same conversation Jalen and I had last night of just like, you know, this is not the best for your life. And, you know, you notice it and you you reach out to someone that you care about and you basically like hold each other accountable. Um, so super grateful for him there. But changing your environment is huge mm-hmm. because we talked about it in previous episodes too, but your environment matters so much. Um, excuse me. Your environment matters so much and the people that you surround yourself with matter so much. Sometimes your friends are saying it's okay. It's permissible. Um, you know, sleep with her, move in with her, whatever the case may be. Um, but you have to kind of like transcend those, Mm. those thoughts and those judgments. And if you don't have anyone in your life, that's like willing to speak to you, like you got to go find them or call up a friend, who you, who you believe will be there for you and be like, Hey man, I need you to hold me to a higher standard. Yeah. You don't always have to go out of your circle. Like ask someone that you do deeply love and care about, help me go higher. And yeah. they're going to, and they're going to be there for you. But I wrote in my Bible right here. Um, maybe the reason you aren't going or you aren't growing is because your environment is not one that promotes growth. Mm. So simply sleeping in the same bed, living together, um, seeing each other get out of the shower, um, going to clubs, all that kind of stuff, your environment, man, it matters. And like we said a second ago, Galatians 6, 7, you harvest what you plant. Um, so if you're okay with, you know, a cheap knockoff version of what God's best is, then go for it. But if you want God's best, the creator of all things, the one who loves you more than anything, um, lean into him. And also know uh, the reason why we're so open about this, mm-hmm. I firmly believe is because not to pat either one of us on the back, but I think we're finally, and it's kind of coming to me right now. It's I don't know what's going to come out of my mouth here, but <laughs> we're starting to feel true forgiveness from God. Yeah. Because we're sitting here saying, I'm not perfect. Jalen is currently like in a situation that, you know, I should have been a better friend. You know, mm-hmm. we, sh- we could have avoided this. <clears throat> but we also understand that Jesus died on the cross for yeah. a reason. He's yeah. the forgiver. If he didn't die on the cross, then this podcast means nothing. Right. We, we, we put all our chips on Jesus um, and we know that he forgives and... Um, I just want to encourage you, if you're in the middle of a sticky situation, know that Jesus will, he's already forgiven you. Go after him and start cleaning up the mess. Help ask him to clean up the mess. Ask your loved ones to clean up the mess and watch him work, man. Like standing on that, uh, the end of that aisle, watching Emily come down the aisle, dude, I will never forget that. Mm -hmm. That was the most beautiful moment of my life. And now I get to walk in and just look forward to being with her and know like, man, we can overcome, if we can overcome this like sexual temptation, the temptation of living together because we live together too. I ended up sleeping on the actual floor of my office because <laughs> it was a whole situation. But um, and then I got a little mattress from Costco and slept on that for six or eight months, however long we were engaged. <clears throat> but uh, you look back and you're like, dude, if we can overcome those sins of the flesh, the sins of the flesh that are way more harmful to, to us than anything, Paul writes about that. I think it's in the book of. I just, I'm not even going to say it, but I know Paul, Paul wrote it. <laughs> um, it's in there somewhere. Yeah, yeah, it's in there yeah. somewhere. But this, the sins of the flesh are the most dangerous ones. If you can overcome that with your significant other and you're like praying together, you're working on spiritual disciplines, then 
what else is there? What, God's right. got you. You're right. good now. Right. You, know? you don't have to worry about divorce. All those other things that you, that, you know, the world, the, the divorce rates high and all this other kind of people breaking up and um, crazy hostile situations are an all time high in the world. Um, it's because people have bought the cheap things of the world, man. Raise your standards. It's time. Raise your standards. Mm. Go after something greater. So good. So good. God wants you to be happy. Yeah. I think really just a verse to kind of summarize this section we've been talking about, um, is first Corinthians seven, two, uh, it says, sorry, let me pull it back up. But because there is no, or, but because there is so much sexual immorality, each man should have his own wife and mm-hmm. each woman should have her own husband. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Simple as that. Um, to step back into scripture and realize, you know, what God's word says is true and it is the life. Um, simple as that each man should have a wife. Each woman should have a husband. Yeah, absolutely. And, Man, having a partner in life, a partner in crime, not a, not crime, you know what I'm saying? Partner but, in crime. Yeah, PIC, a, a, a partner in Christ. <laughs> partner in Christ, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's redefine that PIC, but yeah. it, it makes you feel good too, um, especially like I said a second ago, when you when you get to look at a, a beautiful woman um, or man of God and say like, this person loves me, oh man, there's not much that feels better than that. And, and, and I truly believe, and even though this is like, this is from J. Cole, it's a J. Cole lyric. Yeah. Like, I want people to really think for a second, like, you will never be happy till you love what's yours. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. there's always going to be someone out there who is going to be more attractive to your eye. There's always going to be somebody out there who maybe you think is going to treat you better. Yeah. It's not true. It's not true. Trust me. What you have is yours. Love it and hold on to it for dear life. Invest in that thing. Your significant other is your greatest investment. Mm -hmm. Time, money, energy, emotions, all that kind of stuff, man. Definitely money. Definitely (laughs) money, bro. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm not. (laughs) No, I'm I'm kidding. kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah. But it's it's, it's money we're, we're spending. God's a provider. So we're just going out on his dime. We're just stewards of the resources that he gave us. But yeah, man, when you think about it, uh, Galatians six verse seven: You harvest what you plant. Um, it's time, we, you know, in our lives that we raise our standards and and make the decision that okay, I'm not going to settle for the cheapness of this world. I'm going to go after things that are better. Um, and I think that again, t- tying back into the singleness talk too, it's okay to be single. I think we talked about this. We hit on it, but use this time to build yourself. Um, learn the spiritual disciplines. Use some tools. Open up your Bible, and sometimes the Bible can be confusing, but use some tools like Enduring Word or the Logos Bible app or something like that to help you study better. Um, that way you can like gain a better understanding of what the Word is so that maybe you find somebody who isn't, you know, they're a believer, but they're newer to their faith. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're, you know, there's no hierarchy, but they're a little bit behind you. They're wanting to learn more and, you know, develop that relationship with Christ. You can shepherd them and help bring them yeah. along and disciple that person while they're your friend. And then that way you could see the growth that came from their life. So that when you're married, you're like, man, I saw what God did in this person. I got to play a small role and it's beautiful, but man, this is just, it just means so much. Like right. you got to build up that bank of mm-hmm. meaning, 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 meaning. So when that day comes where you decide I want to marry this person and they are walking down the aisle and everything becomes official and the deal's not done there. That's a yeah, topic for another right. discussion that we'll get to at a later episode. But um, leading up to that point, man, it's from singleness all the way to proposal and marriage, man, that's the time you work on yourself. Cause mm-hmm. after that, you don't have a lot of time. <laughs> yeah. No, <laughs> but, no yeah. kidding. Um, I th- that's so good, dude. Um, I think our next question, uh, it's, it's going to, it's going to be very helpful for those people that feel like they do have their significant other, um, mm-hmm. and it's, it, God's brought you your significant other. Now what? Yeah. Um, 
you feel like you're in the relationship that God has called you to be in, now what? Um, really, the like what we can what we feel like we should describe this as is mending the relationship <clears throat> with what God has gifted you both with individually. That's what you're really trying to bring together and trying to focus on now that you know you have found your significant other, you have found the person that you feel God has called you to be with. Become a friend before a lover. Mm-hmm. Keep Jesus at the center of your relationship, and your relationship should be surrounded by serving, loving, giving grace, and letting God speak to you. Whatever you put into your relationship is what you're going to get out. Let your relationship be a form of worship to God. Colossians 4, 5 says, set an example. Um, I'll pull up the verse here in a second. But Oh, yeah. Um, live guys, wise among the, the Colossians 4 or 5 is yeah. uh, live wise among those who are not believers mm-hmm. and make the most out of every opportunity. Yep. Let your let your relationship be a, a beacon of light in the world. Um, yeah. Yeah. Set an example. Serve your significant other. Being there, praying for them, doing the simple tasks. Give and accept love, which yeah. we really kind of want to touch on. Um, we'll, we'll touch on a lot of different stuff, but God's brought you this person. Now what? Give and accept love. Giving love, um, me and Zach have, we talked about this last night. Um, we feel like giving love is one of the easier things to do. You love somebody, it's easy. Mm-hmm. I, I'm going to, I'm going to, whether, like depending on what your love traits are, what your characteristics are, whether you're a physical touch person, a quality time person, whether Give, you, gifts. Get, yeah, whether yeah. you like giving gifts, um, whether you like doing simple tasks, whatever it may be, sometimes that can be really easy to do. But accepting love is a completely different story. And let me explain one thing, one example of this. Ashley is a physical love type of person. So if I'm sitting here on the game, (laughs) if I'm sitting here playing my game and she walks in and she wants my attention, basically, she will come in and like give me a kiss on the cheek or two or three or 10. (laughs) And I will simply be like, come on, babe. Like I'm trying to focus. And then I'm like, damn, I should have accepted the love that she was just trying to give me. And so I'll be like, sorry, babe. And I give her a kiss on the cheek back. Accepting love can be a lot harder than giving love. Yeah. Especially if um, you grew up in an environment where love was not on the forefront Mm, because mm -hmm. you don't know what that looks like. You think it's phony. Maybe you've been in a past relationship and you got hurt bad and now you're still trying to like heal from those wounds. Um, Even though you've gone through all the steps, you've Maybe you jumped in the relationship before you truly figured out yourself. You can still end up with a good person. I think that's like my my story. Um, a good part of it. I took about a year where I was just like really working on myself. I'm trying to draw from the well of Christ. But anyway, um, yeah. So oh, I lost my train of thought. Where You're were good. We? We're talking about uh, giving and accepting love. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Accepting yeah. love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so if you grow up, like for me, not to get too deep here, but my biological family, <clears throat> there for a while love was not on the forefront. So when it came time to be loved by my adoptive family, it was hard for me because I didn't know what that looked like. I, I thought it was phony. I thought I was bound to get hurt again. Um, and I carried that into relationships too, just thinking I have to walk on eggshells. Something bad's going to go wrong if I give my all. If I accept this love, then this person's going to hold something above my head, whatever the case may be. But just think about the emotions that you have for that person and the feelings of that you have for that person and understand that they're trying to convey that to you as well. Mm-hmm. That's how much they care about you, yeah. if not more, maybe a little bit less, whatever, whatever. Yeah. But 
But yeah, accepting love is tough, man. Like it is. Yeah, because Emily's the same way. She's very quality time oriented, and I'm a busybody. Like I will just gotta be doing something. Oh, gotta be doing something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's something I'm, I'm working on, like trying to learn how to slow down in my life and the, like my, even my speed of talking, just all that kind of stuff. But something happens, and Emily goes out of town for a week to go visit her, a weekend to go visit her family, and I miss those moments where I missed out on, you know accepting that love, um, growing our relationship, learning more about her. And God forbid the day comes where you don't have that person anymore and you negated their love mm. or you lose them because they feel like you don't love them back. Mm. Be okay with accepting love. It takes time, Yeah, you know, for sure. but just keep working on it. Yeah. yeah. And I think that comes with, <clears throat> I think that comes with expecting perfection. Yeah. When you expect somebody to be perfect. Are and, you a perfectionist? Yeah. 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 Same. Yeah. Yeah. Most definitely. <laughs> Uh, when you expect somebody to be perfect and you expect somebody to um, always bring you a certain feeling, mm -hmm. you, you're setting yourself up for failure because yeah. as humans, we fail all the time. Yeah. And a, and a big thing too is I see it so much in our, in our world and on our age group is you put a lot of pressure on that significant other pressure that you should be putting on Christ mm. to lean on only he can fulfill all of your needs. Yeah. That person is a human, just like you are. They're going to hurt you. Um, that's the why that's another big part of choosing someone is I've been hurt by Emily. I, I've hurt her multiple times, but continuing to choose them matters. Mm -hmm. But when and you that's, put, that comes with finding a church too. Like that's, yeah. that's almost the same exact thing. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and when you just keep on that path of like, isolation i can do this alone two people in one relationship then man you're just you're just walking down that path of failure mm -hmm. um but yeah i think it's it is difficult to to learn how to accept love yeah. but it's a beautiful thing when you start to like it's a process feel for it. sure yeah for, for sure. sure um i think another part of the like the journey of having a partner and figuring out now what kind of touch on kind of touching on it again is when god brings you two together don't think that just because you grew in you grew individually before you are now in a relationship that that all needs to go to waste yeah everything that you've learned everything that you've applied to your life before you were in a relationship with a significant other keep applying it as long as it's based on the bible and based on the word keep applying it and allow you and your significant other to bring those two principles those characteristics together yeah. and grow your relationship together and not individually anymore but don't let your talents, don't let what God has gifted you with just go to waste because now you have a significant other that you can rely on. Yeah, definitely. And like shedding that wall of independence, but you know, welcoming companionship is, is huge because again, two are better than one. You mm -hmm. can go higher. You can push yourselves higher. God granted you or God graced you and gifted you with different gifts. Keep using them, you know, right. um, how wonderfully and uniquely beautifully made we are. I don't know where that's at either, but um, man, I got something stuck on my bro. Me today. too. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. Something going around. Something we going finna around. get sick. COVID twenty three. Oh man, that would be horrible. I had COVID in what? Oh, 2020. that's I had actually twenty twenty one. That's how me and Ashley we yeah. were on Facetime for like two weeks straight before oh, we met. Dang, because you were sick. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 That's hilarious. I, I wasn't there for that. Um, but yeah, Emily. So Emily and I. We met at a church event at our last church in Lawrence. Uh, she was going to KU. I was working out there. And I got a new pair of Jordans. And I was like, man, I really want to show off these Jordans and, like, you know, go go show my stuff off. And I go to this church event, bro. And I walk in and I see her. And I was like, who 
who's that? I've never seen her before. And I'm like plugged into this church. I'm like, I- I've never seen her before, but something just like, it felt like something just like wiped everything off of me. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. I just felt different. And I walked out of the room and I was like, what was that? Like, that was a weird feeling. And I walk in and I like immediately go sit right next to her. She was sitting by one of my friends and I was just like, all right, time to run game. Like, you know, do my yeah. thing. <laughs> just dumb Zach. I was like 20 <laughs> or however old I was. Um, and long story short, we like became friends for a period of time, uh, built up a relationship. I asked her to be my girlfriend. Um, she said yes. And, you know, we were off to the races. And even before then, she told me that she was going to New Zealand. Um, yeah, for like a study abroad thing for like six months. And I was like, what? And I'm like, okay, I, I choose you. I'm going to continue to ride this out with you. You know what I'm saying? And the same thing, COVID hits at like a month and a half in. And I actually planned a trip to go out to see her. To and Zealand. I only knew her for like four months. So like, I was like committed to her. You know, I, yeah. I, I said, okay, you date for intentionality. This woman fits the bill of like what I should look for in a, in a wife. And we're going to continue to grow. Um, that's another topic is like, you, Ooh, know, yeah. you don't marry one person. You marry one person who morphs into like 10 people mm-hmm. as the time goes on. Mm-hmm. That's something older people have showed me. But um, but anyway, yeah, so uh, she comes back and that's how we got started off like living together. Actually, it's because she couldn't go back to her parents' house. Um, her grandma was staying with them and her grandma's passed away since then. Um, God rest her soul. Mm. And her roommates at the time were caring for sick kids. I know it all seems irrelevant, but those hidden things just like crept into our relationship and made us think it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. And we never like course corrected at any point. Um, So again, what I want to use that story for is to encourage you that if you are going down the path that you know is not right, not know it's not God's best, seek somebody who can help give you good guidance, hold you accountable, but it's not too late to change course. You know what I'm saying? Jalen just changed course. I changed course uh, right after a couple months before we got engaged um, and God can use that. God will use that. He'll yeah. see your obedience and see how you're trying and he'll bless you. Um, and then the generations too, man, it doesn't, mm-hmm. it doesn't just stop. Like we made a decision. We're going to not sleep in the same bed anymore. We're not going to have sex together. We're not going to act like we're married anymore. Your kids are affected. Their kids, the generations, the generations, all the heartache, the people that you surround yourself with, it starts to reverberate. And now you start to see a pocket of heaven open up where sin has no ground. Mm. You're not getting in here. You know what I'm saying? So That's good. One less thing, especially the sin against the flesh. One less thing Satan has in this world. We all take our hands out of the pot with Satan and go hold hands with Jesus. And we're good. We're marching forward and bringing heaven to earth, which is the whole goal, right? Yeah, that's so good. <laughs> that's so good. And another thing that me and Ashley kind of live by in our relationship is keeping Jesus at the center. Mm. As soon as your focus goes from Jesus to just your significant other, your relationship's going to change yeah. drastically. Um, we focus on keeping Jesus at the center, A, because it holds us accountable, but B, because our love for each other grows even more. Yeah. Um, and I think I am almost 100% confident that's because we're receiving his love. Yeah. Um, and it's just feeding through our spirits. The Holy Spirit is active within us when we're focusing on Jesus at the center center of our relationship. Yeah. It's God's will. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're going after God's will. Um, and it can be, <clears throat> you know, tough to abstain from temptation, mm-hmm. tough to say no to what the world's offering. But when you start to feel those blessings, then you're like, man, give me more opportunities to like go after this kind of stuff. Um, Cause God's blessings, they feel good. And you start to feel like yourself. You start to feel that presence of him on you and that wisdom come into your life. And then other things open up, you know, 
you start to understand like how the world works a little bit better. You're like, this is why, this is why this happens. Yeah. This is why this happens. It goes so much deeper than Mm -hmm. what we, what what we think, you know? And another thing too, that I love about that is like you said, his blessings, they're, they're blessings. They're great. Um, but when you receive those blessings to give him glory and praise and worship is just such an amazing feeling to know that I didn't do this alone. I didn't do this by myself. God gifted me this. Yeah. I'm so blessed. I'm so honored to have his grace, his love, his mercy in my life. I'm going to give him all the praise, all the glory, all the worship for everything that's happened in my life. And relationships are a big part of that. Yeah, absolutely. And um, I guess we start talking about basically like things that have helped us. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I guess... Do you want me to start? Do you want to start with? I can like, start. I can yeah. just just general tips, like and practical. Tricks. You know, yeah. we, we've talked yeah. a lot of, about spiritual stuff and brought in some some scripture and some, you know, what we hope to be helpful biblical proof for, proof for everyone, mm-hmm. and also just like practical. Yeah, practical. But like yeah. now, let's get to the nitty gritty. Like, yeah, yeah, relationship tips. Like, what has helped you? What right. have, What have other people shown you? Um, so I'm gonna use my actually I'm gonna use my five. Um, value-based decisions that I make every day Um, because these are basically these apply to not only myself um, but these apply to my relationship and then I'll just also throw in a couple like tips that I have for um, you know having a relationship that is focused on Christ one would be um, seek God diligently Um, those who seek God diligently he rewards Mm -hmm. Um, and I don't just seek him just for the rewards but just so I can give him the glory Two. um Take care of your significant other and truly care for them. Yeah. Truly care for them. Like like I was saying earlier, there's going to be some things that happen. There's going to be some things that you like may not find attractive. It's the fact that you care for the person. It's mm-hmm. not the fact that everything about them is perfect. It's the fact that you care for them. It's a child of God. Yeah. Yeah. It's another. that way. Yeah. 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 Looking, at, looking through the lens of God, looking through the lens of Jesus will change everything. Oh, yeah. Um, the third thing I would say is keeping Jesus at the center of your relationship. The fourth thing I would say is um, joy is based on Jesus. Happiness is based on the circumstances around you. Flip it the other way. Happiness is based on circumstances around you. Joy is based on Jesus. I think I've touched on that in one of the last episodes. Um, But again, circumstances are going to happen. Her car is going to break down. Your car is going to break down. The washer is going to go out. The dryer is going to go out. The fridge is going to go out. Something's going to happen in your relationship. Your happiness is determined by those circumstances, but your joy can never be taken. You yeah. can't touch my joy. We've touched on it before. Yeah, that's a, you can't, can't touch my to joy. That. And it's the same thing in your relationship. If you're, something happens in your relationship, there's an argument, something happens in the house, who cares? Yeah. Focus on what's going to happen afterwards and focus on how you can allow Jesus to fill the space that has gone missing. The last thing I would say... Um, I'm trying to think of one more thing here. Ultimately, man, I would just say love. Yeah. Love is love is such a it's such a it's such a broad word, but when you truly understand it, yeah. um John 3:16, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. There is only one love that we truly don't understand. It's God's love. It's the alpha, the omega. It's mm-hmm. called a, uh agape, agape, agape love. love. Yeah. And that is love that we can't even comprehend. Just imagine if you could love like God could. Man. That would be the last thing that I would say, the last piece of advice for tips on relationships is to love like God does. Yeah, I think that's beautiful. Uh, 
it would be so good. The world would be so good if you could just see the world the way that he sees it, mm-hmm. all the goodness and all the evil too, you know, being, uh, being able to identify the two. Um, I don't know how I can follow up with that, but I mean, <laughs> bro, so, yeah. So for me, <laughs> you're I mean, married. Yeah, you got all that. You, he's got all the goodies. What's he I, talking about? And and I'm definitely. I'll start by saying this. Um, Emily and I have been married about six months. We are not any kind of like relationship. Uh, no kind of relationship gurus, but we've had some really, really God loving, God fearing, amazing people speaking to our lives who God sent. And we chose to listen. Um, if you don't have those people in your life, look for them. Reach out to someone who does. Try to build a relationship with some people who are older, who've been there before, and you know, build something beautiful. But some of the things that I have on my notes is just, number one, I think I've said this on one of your old videos, but just, man, pray together. Mm-hmm. When you hold hands and pray together, pray for each other, pray together. Uh, if you're significant others not praying for you, then have them. like Ask them to if they don't. If they won't get on board with it, then man, you got to find someone that's going to pray for you because mm-hmm. that's where the love comes from. You know, prayer is our way to sit in. What do I want to say? Sit in a moment with God. Sit in a moment with God, but sit in the director's chair of life yeah. and like because there's play power in prayer. There's power in prayer. Yeah, yeah and play and play a role if in it's God's happens. will. If it's God's will, yeah. yeah. But a person after God's will will pray for those mm-hmm. things, and you know, God brings them to pass. Mm-hmm. Um, number two, practically, man. Turn off the TV, put your phones down. Um, we get so caught up on scrolling. Dude, go look at your, how about this? Go look at your screen time on TikTok, Instagram. And I know I'm sitting next to like an influencer right now, but go. <laughs> no, go, you're so right though. Yeah, go look at your time and then see how much time you spent with your significant other getting to know the person that God made. Say that, mm-hmm. like sit on that for a second. Mm-hmm. Um, Emily and I were really bad about that. To where we just like would sit there and we would we were thinking we were dating we were thinking we we're building something but we were just scrolling on Instagram oh look what this person is doing look what that person is doing um, instead of living our own life and you know doing the things that God deems as good um, so like to replace that I mean we can give advice and tips that have helped us all day but to replace that we just like like I said put down our phone turn off the TV put some music on play a board game we play Uno we played Uno for Emily and I have a date night every week. I missed it. It's tonight. We got one tonight because we were going to do one yesterday, but she was doing stuff for the House of Hope. Um, and I had to go to the rental. But we uh, played uh, Uno a couple of weeks ago. Bro, I beat her 9-0. Like, <laughs> and after like five, I was like, okay, maybe I should let her win. So I was like- Plus four. Yeah. Plus two. <laughs> yeah. Skip. You didn't want to do the laundry? <laughs> no. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so it was just us two and and it was a good time. And it got to the point where I was like, all right, I need to try to like let her win after like game five or seven or whatever. And it just was not in the cards. I'm like, babe, I'm sorry. Um, but we had a good time. It's a you true know? friendship, bro. Yeah. <laughs> it is. But we were but we were just like finding things, having a date night. We went out to the arcade uh, up down in Kansas City, mm-hmm. hung out there, go out to dinner, go on walks, whatever it is. We just spend time together and just like how are you doing? Like, where's your heart at? How can I be better? Or just like, we just laugh together. We dance all kinds of stuff, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, take away distractions. Anything that's distracting you from building a strong relationship, strip it. It's not good mm. enough. If it's not leading you to the, to the word of God, if it's not leading you to prayer, it's not good enough. Just get it out of your life. Right. Um, and I'm not saying you can't watch TV. I'm gonna watch some TV tonight, but, um, and then next is just constantly remind yourself that they are a son or daughter of God. We said it a second ago, but, um, when you look at them and understand that God crafted that person and you are in the same room together for a reason, you start to feel that depth of like 
God's plan and, and, and the world and how you get to play a role in that and all that kind of stuff. So when you look at, like when I look at Emily and I'm like, that's God's daughter. I respect her. Mm. I wouldn't want to, I don't want to hurt her because mm. you know how dads can be. You hurt their daughter and yeah. you know, stuff yeah. starts shaking. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and, uh, I believe she's such a beautiful soul because soul because God crafted her and you just look at her differently and you're just like, man, like this is so deep, so heavy. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm in love. And, um, I don't idolize you also don't idolize your significant other, but right. look at them as a partner, idolize Jesus only. Yeah. Um, nothing and what else. he created. Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, I mean, it was so good. The tips could go on for they days. They could yeah. for sure. Um, great discussion, bro. I loved it relationships um and also what we talked about in the last episode um friendships community yeah they all kind of tie hand in hand um these are people you do life together with and we just think you know a significant other someone you're in a physical loving relationship with for hopefully the rest of your life is yeah. very important so um but yeah, I think I think Dude, I can't wait to on... talk more about this topic. I know we with you know to clarify again, we are grateful that you're here with us. But mm -hmm. this first couple of episodes, what we're doing is like starting high level and building we're the get foundation. Into, yeah, right? building a yeah. foundation. We're gonna get into the nitty gritty, and I'm excited. This one's gonna be a good one. This Lots one's gonna of be stuff. good. Yeah. yeah, can't wait to see your questions that you all send in too. Mm -hmm. um, hopefully, I do some research for you and provide like true biblical answers for you. Yeah. Most super, super excited about that too. yeah yeah zach's hitting it on the head man <laughs> hitting it on the head well as always we appreciate you guys uh we love you guys make sure you guys follow on all platforms hit the subscribe button if you're watching on youtube and we will see you guys in the next episode we love you we appreciate you We're praying we for catch you. you in the yes and praying for you yeah yeah and we will catch you guys in the next episode god bless